the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. A former Trump lawyer will be reporting to prison in May now that his request for several more weeks of freedom has been granted so that he can recover from shoulder surgery and prepare for next week's congressional testimony. Attorney Michael Cohen was sentenced to three years behind bars for lying to a Senate committee about a Trump hotel project in Moscow and for campaign finance violations. Cohen will testify publicly Wednesday, answering questions about Donald Trump's presidential campaign, business practices, and his embattled charitable foundation. Cohen will also face questions behind closed doors from the House Intelligence Committee looking into the Russia probe. Jackie Quinn, Washington. On Wall Street this morning, stocks in negative territory, at least so far. Right now, the Dow is down about 95 points. This is SRN News. February is American Heart Month. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, about 610,000 people die of heart disease in the United States every year. That's one in four deaths. Your lifestyle choices can increase your risk for heart disease and heart attack. To reduce your risk, your doctor may recommend changes to your lifestyle. To learn more about potential risk factors and healthy lifestyle changes, visit cdc.gov. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Lee Michaels here in the Eagle Wellness Studios. Nice Thursday, nicer Thursday today with some sunshine at 26. That'll help kind of free up some of the roads. Better top off that windshield washer fluid, though. But then we have, uh, you know it, more snow on the way. We're already the snowest February on record, and we're going to add to it probably this weekend. We'll continue to watch the track of the next storm headed our way. But head up your way next year on Wellness 1570. It's Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. 
It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-610-3497-800-610-3497-800-610-3497. That's 800-610-3497. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, be prepared to be entertained. Yep, that's what I said, because today we'll have a special guest. Uh, He'll be joining us in the next segment, uh, Abe Wagner. We've had Abe on before. Uh, Abe is one of my mentors. He's, I've learned a lot from him. He uh, teaches transactional analysis. Uh, and, uh, man, he is an incredible teacher. He's uh, funny. Uh, he's uh, sharp. Uh, and he's uh, very well at presenting, does very well. And so today, again, I've been recommending books to you lately. I highly recommend. Uh, he's got two books. My favorite of the two was The Transactional Manager. It says uh, called, the subtitle is Break the Communication Bearer. It's by Abe Wagner, the transactional manager, break the communication barrier. Uh, And the second one, uh, which goes more into detail about transactions, about regular interactions, is called Say It Straight or You'll Show It Crooked by Abe Wagner. Say It Straight or You'll Show It Crooked by Abe Wagner. And today we're going to talk about ego states. Ego states. And uh, I hate to uh, ruin his story, but no, we're not talking about Texas. That's one of my favorite jokes. He's talking about being from Texas. You know, have you ever wondered what someone's state of mind is? Uh, look at this whole Jesse Smollett thing. People are going, what were you think? What was he thinking? Right? What is the motive? I watch a lot of CSI, a lot of forensic files. And people want to know, you know, after they even find out the person did it, they believe the person did it, they want to know why. Why did they do it? What was their motive? What was their state of mind? What were they thinking, right? 
And today, that's what we're going to go into. And basically, uh, Abe's going to go into the different states of mind that have been identified. Uh, keep it simple, soldier. Don't make it complicated. Keep it simple. According to uh, Dr. Eric Byrne, an ego state is a consistent pattern of feeling and experience directly related to a corresponding consistent pattern of behavior. Byrne defined three ego states that can be confirmed by observable behavior. The parent, adult, and the child. And today, uh, Abe's going to take us through those. But let me tell you a little bit about ego states. Uh, Eric Byrne, who's the father, the creator of transactional analysis, was a psychologist in the 50s in Carmel, California. He noticed patterns like any good uh, psychiatrist. He consistently noted that his patients would change over the course of a conversation. Sometimes the changes were verbal. Other times the changes could involve facial expressions, body language, posture, emotions, and many other nonverbal cues. Byrne treated a 35-year-old lawyer during the session. The lawyer, a male, said, quote, I'm not really a lawyer. I'm just a little boy. But outside the confines of Dr. Byrne's office, this patient was a successful, hard-charging attorney. Later in their session, the lawyer would frequently ask Dr. Byrne if he was talking to the lawyer or the little boy. Byrne was intrigued by this, and as he was seeing a single individual display two states of being, Byrne began referring to these two states as adult and child. Later, Byrne identified a third state, one that seemed to represent what the patient had observed in his parents when he was small. Byrne referred to this as parent. As Byrne then noticed, uh, turned to his other patients, he began to notice that these three ego states were present in all of them. As Byrne gained confidence in this theory, he went on to introduce these in a 1957 paper, one year before he published his seminal paper, Introducing Transactional Analysis. Byrne ultimately defined the three ego states as parent, adult, and child. And what you will see is the parent has actually two subsets in it, and so does the adult. And this is what Abe will go into. Uh, and, and it's powerful to understand that you could be talking with one person at one time, and yet they show up differently at different times. And most of us know, know this stuff. See, whenever we talk about communication, I've said this before, some of Dr. Uh, what is it, Albert Marubian, I think is his name, that he studied communication. And it's important to understand that verbalizing, words that are spoken are just a small part of communication. Matter of fact, in studying transactional analysis, one must look beyond what is being said. According to Dr. Byrne, one must look at how the words are being delivered, accents on particular words, changes in tone, volume, as the nonverbal signs accompanying these words. Transactional analysis pays attention to all of these cues when analyzing a transaction and identifying which ego states are involved. Now, you got to get this. The importance of these nonverbal cues can be understood considering the work of Dr. Albert Moravian. Byrne passed away in 1970 before Moravian's seminal work was published, but Moravian's work quantitatively proved the importance of nonverbal cues in communication. When an individual is speaking, the listener focuses on the following three types of communication. Actual words only make up 7% of communication. Did you hear that? 7% of communication. Now, the way words are delivered, in other words, the tone, the accents on certain words, etc., all that, the timber, the emotion in your voice, that is 38%. Other things that people see, facial expressions, gestures, physiology, posture, all those things, you ready for this, make up 55%. Isn't that incredible? 
7% are words. I'm not saying words aren't important. Absolutely they are. But they're only important so far because the way people say what they're saying, right? I say this all the time. You know, so when my wife gets mad at me and says, you don't say uh, you love me anymore. So I go, I said I love you. Will you get off my back? Now let me ask you. Did you feel much love there? But didn't you hear my words? The words I said were I love you. Ah, you mean the way you heard those words, the intensity of my face and the gestures, the timber and anger in my voice, you mean that might have told you a different story? Ah, what do you know? And so today, you're in for a treat. We're going to have Like It Matters Radio go into an ego state, and not the state of Texas, but the three states of child, parent, and adult. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hatred, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster, and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken, and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings, and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss, and lose, and start again at your beginnings, and never, never, never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your truth long after they're gone. And so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you. If all men count with you but none too much. If you can feel the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. That's by Rudyard Kipling, the if poem. And that's really what the ego states are about. You know, you could have interactions and the words can be the same, but the outcome can be so totally different. And today, you're going to find out why. Because there are transactions, some of them are called blue transactions, and some of them are called red transactions. And red transactions do nothing but take away. They hurt. And blue transactions build. They connect. And as you look around us, you look at our country, you look at our communities, you look at our families, and there's so much bitterness, so much hurt, so much pain. What's a leader to do? Why? The only thing they can do. Work on the one person that they have absolute control over. And that person is themselves. And that's why we're on the radio an hour a day at Like It Matters Radio. So you can work on the one person you can change yourself. We'll be right back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. 
most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about ego states, and we're going to be joined in a moment uh, by one of my favorite presenters, one of my favorite trainers. You know, I'm a trainer. Uh, I'm an educator. Uh, I like to, I believe one of my gifts is the transference of knowledge, of information. I'm a teacher. And I got to tell you, I uh, I put myself in classes all the time. I like to be in trainings a couple times a year. And I have met many a teacher, many a trainer. And I got to tell you, um, and this is not just building him up because he's hearing me. Uh, Abe Wagner uh, is without a doubt uh, one of my favorite presenters. He's uh, He's knowledgeable. He's got a great sense of humor. Him and I are probably a little bit different on the political spectrum, but I'm okay with that. But uh, he's a really good man. He's got a good heart, uh, and he's really enjoyable. When you can make learning fun, uh, that really sticks. And so we want to welcome to the phone line uh, Mr. Abe Wagner. Welcome, Abe, to Like It Matters Radio. Thank you, Scott. I want to tell you, you're a tough act to follow. I was just listening <laughs> to the last 15 minutes. 
beautiful stuff. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Haven. I meant what I said. I mean, you and I don't know each other very well. We spent a little time in NLP training uh, when you were teaching, and uh, uh, my wife and I uh, just fell in love with you. I've listened to your CDs. I'm not kidding. We were laughing about this the other day. I probably listened to your Transactional Manager CD at least 100 times. Back to back really? to back wow. to back, driving for eight to twelve hours, and I would just replay it over and over and over and over. Uh, yeah, I tell yeah, you, and I yeah. highly recommend uh, Abe's two books. I talked about in the first segment, the Transactional Manager, which I think is one of my favorite books I've ever read on transactional analysis, uh, and then the second one, which Thank goes you. in a lot more detail, is "Say It Straight or You'll Show Up Crooked" by Abe Wagner. So, uh, Abe, we're going to talk Don't about ego states today. Love it. <laughs> yeah, strokes. That's yeah. right. See, that's what I love. And one of these days, I promise you, Ed, I'm gonna uh, Abe. Sorry, I'm gonna get into training with you again because uh, I I want to know more about this field. And so today we're talking about ego states, Ed. I'm Abe. I keep calling you Ed. I'm so sorry. My CPA is in town yeah. with me, staying at my house, and his name's Ed. That's why I keep calling you Ed. So, so Abe, it's tell us a problem, little bit, if you George. will, about ego states. Well, the key the key things about ego states. You you gave a very good summary. The key issue is you know what state of mind a person's coming from. That's useful in and of itself. Um, What you'll also know is the patterns that exist. Certain ego states elicit certain ego states in other people. That pattern stuff, which I'll talk about, is very interesting. And if you understand that, you can elicit the response you want from another person. Uh, So so what you're saying then. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, and another key thing is to learn how to switch from red to blue yourself. So not only can you invite people to switch into blue when they're red, but you, and another way of saying it is you can resolve conflict well. And the other thing is you can switch your own state of mind fairly easily by understanding a couple of things. And those are the things I'd, I'd say are the great values of ego states. And we're going to go into those. And what I, I wanted to just make a point to our listeners is something you keep alluding to, and I want to just bring it out in the fold, is that this is not about necessarily what other people are doing. You keep talking about your role in this, how we can be aware of what we're saying, how our state of mind uh, uh, allows another person to either go in that same state of mind or change their state of mind. So you're talking about uh, proactivity here. You're talking about basically being in charge uh, of what the outcome of a conversation is almost, correct? That's right. And the way you do that is people process information auditorily, visually, and kinesthetically. That is, they talk to themselves, they mm-hmm. remember conversations, they hum melodies to themselves, and, or they picture things in their mind. Like, for example, think of somebody you know. Mm-hmm. All right, people are doing that now. Well, you have to picture them to know them. So they picture things in their mind or they tense their body, relax their body, and those kinds of things. If you say negatives to yourself, you will activate the red ego states. If you picture negative things, you will activate the red behavioral patterns, because ego states are behavioral patterns. If you tense up your body, stop breathing, you will activate the red ego states. On the other hand, if you say positives or remember positives are said to you, or you hum a melody, or you picture a positive outcome, like you see yourself with an angry person and you see yourself handling it well, or you breathe deeply like athletes do, relax your muscles, you change your response. So people can invite you into red, but you don't have to accept the invitation. Well, it has to be a choice. So at some point, no matter what someone else does, because we live in a world, and you know this, Ed, where it's, where it's so easy to say, well, he made me do this. 
well, he made me yell at him. He made me hit him. He made me cut him off. And so what you're saying is technically we're at choice. We don't have to respond uh, in a certain way. We can take control of that. And even if someone's being negative, we can choose to change that state. And the practical examples of that is a person can say something to someone else or to a group of people, and some people take it one way, some people take it another way. A uh, person says, boy, that really scared me. Another person says, I didn't feel scared. Well, that's because they think differently, auditorily, visually, kinesthetically. And what you do in your head is the key to what ego states you're going to get into. So what you're doing in your head, auditorily, visually, kinesthetically, is thought process. That activates these networks of cells in your brain called ego states, and those are behavioral patterns, as you pointed out earlier. It's tone of voice, facial expression, body posture, and so on. And that's based on Moravian's work. I mean, I just I, I've done a lot of research on this. See the doctor, whether, you, whether you're talking about Dr. Penfield, Moravian, how Dr. Byrne really took a lot of stuff out there and he and he put it together. And, and I, I want to ask you a question, because when I first heard this, when I was sitting in your class and I heard, you know, about the ego states in the next segment, we're going to actually go through the three ego states and break them down and, and show their uh, what the, how they manifest themselves and how you can identify them. But explain to our listeners, because I first thought, oh, this is Freud. This is that uh, ego id, super ego. Is this the same thing as what Freud was talking about? No, no, it's not. Ego uh, is the conscious mind. Id and, e and super ego, we don't, we don't talk about the id and the super ego. One of the big differences is nobody ever saw an id and a super ego. So we talk about <laughs> conscious mind. Ego state is only conscious mind stuff you can change. One of the key issues when you talk about taking ownership, one of the key issues is using words that are ownership words. Like mm -hmm. you mentioned, he made me mad. Well, the words I like to use are when and about. I get mad when you talk to me that way. I feel irritated about what you said. If I mm -hmm. say you made me mad, that's a belief system on my part that you're in charge of how I feel. If you're mm -hmm. in charge of how I feel, I'm powerless. And can't and have to are also non-ownership words, like I can't quit smoking. Well, it was a friend of mine that said that to me. I said, I would say, why don't you try out won't? I won't quit smoking. Now you've got the power. That's your choice. If you can't quit smoking, it's like God or somebody else stops you. Mm -hmm. So using ownership words is a way of taking, taking responsibility for your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own behavior. And that's wow. key in life. You need your that's children huge. to do that. No excuses, no blaming other people. Wow, that is so incredible because I never thought about that. I teach uh, some of this stuff in different ways. And when you put that on, that when you change the word, how it's restated, how you're saying it, it changes the ownership. And as I like to say, a lot of us talk this way. Well, you know how it is when, you're, when your spouse leaves you or you know how it is when you know life's just not fair to you or you know how it is. That person's actually talking about themselves. But what we do is we take our okay. pain and we put it out of the distance, and we include other people. It's a form of dissociation, and then it becomes philosophical. And so philosophy doesn't change anybody's life. And I always say you got to own it. And, you know, I own my home, Ed, so I'm Abe. Sorry, Abe. I own my home, Abe. So I can, with proper permits, I can change the structure of it. But if I rented my home, there is no way that I could change anything without the owner's permission. And, and that's what you're saying is on your words, to own your words, to, to take it out of way you're at somebody else's uh, effect, that you're just basically a, a, a ship in the wind being blown to and fro. 
to take ownership. And when someone has ownership, man, it feels different. They respond differently and they, they treat people differently. That, and that's what I love about what you just said, because it ties so much into the words that we use. And you added another key word, and that is people say you when they mean I. Yep. And they say we when they mean I. The yep. waiters that I drive myself nuts about, notice they don't drive me nuts. I drive myself nuts about when they say, have we had enough to eat? Did we enjoy our meal? <laughs> and I say to them, well, I did, but I don't know about you. Yeah, I you, mean, are you going to take something thing. off my bill? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's funny. Right. That's so true. And, you know, I think this is such a relevant conversation today, Ed. Ed, I'm so sorry, Abe. Abe Wagner, I'm talking That's to him, not talking listen, to Ed. I'm sorry. I just want, I want you to know that I don't feel bad about it, George. I'm okay. <laughs> but, you know, we live in a world, Abe, that we're so wrapped up in what other people are doing, other people are saying. We have no responsibility anymore for ourselves. And I think one thing I love about transactional analysis it's a scientific way to say, hey, listen, we have a choice with what we're telling ourselves. We have a choice with what we're saying. We have a choice with how we respond to people. And I think that, to me, is what this whole concept of ego states gives back to me. It gives me back that power. I, I mean, what do you think about that? I think it's a very important thing. Like, one lesson for people, if you really decide, I'm encouraging me, Life goes better. When you use ownership, it's a constant reminder, I'm in charge of me. And if I'm in charge of me, I can do whatever I need to do. The things outside of me don't control me. In fact, in reality, nobody controls anybody else. You can't even make a two-year-old do what a two-year-old doesn't want to do. Amen. Teach yep. a lesson to a teenager they don't want to hear. Or please a customer that doesn't want to be pleased. Or please a boss who doesn't want to be pleased. All you can do is what you can do. You, are, you yep. have no control over anybody else. And a lot of times in marriage, they fight about who's in charge. You're always in charge. You're always doing what you want. Like my son's one of my sons said to me one day, you're always telling me what to do. I said, why is that a problem? You never listen. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. <laughs> you never listen That's to right. it. So. Uh, that is so true, and I, uh, I love, by the way, I love your son, uh, Daniel. I've had him on my show before, and uh, he's a great young man. You did a great job as a father, Abe, I can tell that. Listen, we're going to hard break, and when we come back, Abe, let's go into the different ego states, uh, the different three states and then the subcategories in the two. Uh, so today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking with Abe Wagner, and we're talking specifically about ego states, the state of mind that we put on affects more than most people realize. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net. 
How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before. At conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're going to add entertaining as well, because on the phone with us, we have uh, Abe Wagner. Abe, again, welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. When you had talked last time I had, uh, was on the computer, I just uh, searched, uh, found a, a quote I had found. I don't know who said it, but it's so clearly what you talked about when we were talking about uh, Freud's ego, uh, id, and superego. It said, quote, it will be demonstrated that parent, adult, and child are not concepts like superego, ego, or id, or the Jungian constructs, but phenomenological realities. Stated another way, Freud's ego states are unobservable theoretical states. But Burns' three ego states can be confirmed with observable behaviors. I think that you can see it and you can hear it, the ego state of a person, correct? That's correct. Awesome. Uh, so uh, when you were talking about breaking them down, if people would draw three circles vertically touching each other, okay. the parent on the top, the adult in the middle, and the child, the three child states in the bottom. So there's okay. three circles. And your child, when you're in a child state, you look and sound like you did as a kid, basically. Like I train executives a lot, and they say, well, you know, I don't really think like a child. Well, here's a simple example. How many times do you have a problem and you think if you ignore it, it'll go away? Well, that's the way a little kid thinks. Or you overgeneralize. You have a bad experience with somebody and you decide an entire group is like that. That's a child's way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So when we're in a child state, it can be very effective or ineffective. The blue states are effective because they get the responses they want. The red states are ineffective because they don't. So when you're in a child state, you look and sound childlike, not childish necessarily, but childlike. When you're in an adult state, you're logical, reasonable, and rational. That's the state I'm in right now as I'm talking to you. 
When you're in a parent state, you look and sound like parents. And you get that from people who have a parenting influence on you in the first nine years. Predominantly mom and dad, older brothers, older sisters, people like that. And that's where you learn to parent. So when you talk about the child state, the blue state in the child is the natural child. So I take that bottom circle and I cut it in half. And on top of that half of the bottom circle, I have the natural child. Some people call it the free child. That's the open, spontaneous part of me. I'm having a great time today. You know, I'm a little irritated. You said you'd call me. You didn't. Geez, I feel great. I don't feel very well. Hey, you know, I don't really want to do that. And it's very open and spontaneous. Then the last bottom part of the child state, you break into two. You have the compliant child. That's the insecure part of me. That's red. Uh, I, I don't really know whether, Scott, whether I'm teaching this very well or not. But you I, do I well. Hope, I hope I'll do well. You better. are doing well. Uh, well, well that, that's a lot, Scott. And here I am <laughs> as the compliant child. And Scott became the nurturing parent. Yeah. He was taking care of me. Yeah. <laughs> when you're compliant, people tend to nurture you or, criti- or are critical of you. So that's the part of me that won't say what I think, is worried about what people think of me. Benjamin Franklin once said, you wouldn't worry what other people thought of you if you only realized, <coughs> excuse me a minute, if you only realized how seldom they did. Let me say it again. You wouldn't <laughs> worry what other people thought of you if you only realized how seldom they did. Amen. So that's the insecure part of me, and I speak with a softer voice, and I use wishy-washy words like probably, maybe, I guess, could be. Then you have the rebellious child. You have the one that's that's the overreactor. Fine, take your job and shove it. See it. I don't care. (laughs) Or you have the one that I call the opposer, arms folded. No, I didn't do that, and that's not the way I see it. No, I'm not going to take care. I'm not going to pay that. That's not what happened. So you have those three child states, the natural child, I want to be, the compliant and the rebellious child are red. I don't want to be those states, but everybody's red sometimes. I do my best to limit my time there. The adult is the logical, reasonable, rational part of me. I'm talking to you from adult. The nurturing parent, the upper upper circle is cut in half uh, horizontally, and the bottom half of that upper circle is the nurturing parent. You did a nice job on that. Keep up the good work. You look like you're not feeling well. Hey, fella, you've got to be to work on time. You're a key guy here. You hit your sister, you're going to hurt her. You talk to her if you're mad at her. All of that is nurturing. Tell me about that. You feel very upset. I'd, I'd really like to hear it. The nurturing parent's very powerful. Women tend to nurture more easily than men, generally speaking. The critical parent, now, if you people there were listening like you should and drew the circles I told you to draw, you'd get it a lot faster. And if you didn't listen to it, you won't get it. Nice to see you here on time for a change. Don't you ever listen? What do you want now? Leave her alone. How would you like me to hit you? Now, here's the other kicker. When you're in a red state, you invite the next person, whoever you're talking to, into a red state. They don't have to take the invitation. But you invite them. So when you're a critical parent, almost anyone will respond from compliant to rebellious child. Like if I was role-playing with people now, and they were listening to me, I'd say, well, you're not taking any notes. Don't waste my time if you're not going to take notes. Then I get one of two responses. You're embarrassed if it's in a group and you start taking notes. That's the compliant child. Or you say, hey, say something worth writing down, fella. And that's the rebellious child. I'll take notes if I want to. So the critical parent gets the red rebellious child or gets the red compliant child who's afraid of it. 
the adult tends to get the adult. If, the easiest way I invite somebody into adult is to ask a question. <clears throat> what time is it? Three o'clock. Doesn't always work. You can say to some people, what time is it? And the critical parent answers, buy a watch, fella. <laughs> most of the time, the vast majority of time, people respond from that state. The rebellious child gets the critical parent or another rebellious child. I'm not going to do that. Oh, yes, you are. Well, I'm not going to do it. Well, I'm not, e- not, not two rebellious kids. I'm not going to do it either. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't mine either. Or the rebellious child says, why should I work late tonight? Boss says, because I told you to. I don't want to do this. Do them anyway. And so a rebellious child either gets a critical parent or another rebellious child. Now, by the way, those red states are a good, is exactly what Congress is doing. Amen. They're critical with each other. They're, they try to out-rebel each other, and yep. they do critical parent, critical parent. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And they get nowhere. They stay in the red states when they're in conflict, and they do terribly. When they really work together, they get into the blue states, they negotiate, and they do fine with one another. Um, <clears throat> the natural child tends to stimulate the natural child. I'm having a great time today. How would you respond if I said that to you, Scott? I'm having a great uh, time today. I'd say good for you. <laughs> okay. But you know something? I really like being on your show. Ah, well, what thank you. you. I enjoy having you. I, well, thank you. I enjoy having really? you, Abe. <laughs> That's child to child. That's yeah. natural child to natural child. So, again, when you share your feelings and you use the word I a lot, child to child, That's those are the authentic sharing of feelings. I'm having a great time. Hey, you know, I really don't want to do that. You know, I don't really want to do it either. I didn't say, well, I don't really want to do it either. <clears throat> the adult tends to get the adult, and the nurturing parent tends to get the natural child. You did a nice job on that. How would you respond, Scott? How oh, you did a nice job on that? Well, uh, and for me, I, I, well, it was okay. I could have done better. Okay, that's probably the compliant response. You don't always get the response you want. Yeah, Most no, and I did that intentionally. Do. I did that intentionally because I want to ask you something. Where, how does this play in? How does our past play into this? How does, you know, if we're grown up and if we're raised in an abusive family, and so even though we don't think, we think we overcome, but yet we tend to come from that critical parent. I mean, are there tendencies? To, does our past play into the naturalness of what comes out of us? Yeah, to a large extent. And if you do the pausing and the thinking that you and I talked about earlier, change it. So if you're red with me, I want to respond from blue. Say something negative to me, would you, Scott? Okay. Yeah, you know, Abe, uh, you're doing okay, but I've had a lot better people on my show before. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, one of the things I appreciate about you, and you keep responding to me, one of the things I appreciate about you, Scott, is that you're perfectly honest. Wow. What would you say wow, that? Well, uh, well, well, thank you. But you are doing a pretty good job, well, and I want you to know I really yeah, I enjoy having you on. There. Yep. I got a switch there. Now, you don't always get the switch the first time, but yep. by the second or the third, you do. If somebody says, I'm not going to do that, I match their energy. That comes from neurolinguistics. I don't match their negative tone of voice. I'm not going to do that. Geez, I'd like to talk about it. I'm not going to. It would sure help us out if you would. So those are the kinds of values of this. You stay blue when people are red. One of the things with critical parent is to be a nurturing parent back. That really throws them off. Criticize me from critical parent, would you, Scott? Yeah, you know, Abe, uh, you're doing a pretty good job, but, man, last time I had you on, you basically said the same thing. You know, you have every right to be unhappy that I didn't do new stuff for you, and I appreciate your sharing that. What would you say back? Well, yeah, I automatically go to a sympathetic 
But yeah, I, I want to go well. Thank- it's really yeah, tough. it does. Yeah. You threw me off. You honestly did. <laughs> yeah, a person says you never listen. Well, you got every right to be mad. Or you never listen. You sound angry. I come back so, from parent. Wow. I'm a nurturing parent, not the critical parent. And those are, so the values are you're teaching people how to stay blue when people are red. And the vast majority of people switch in two or three transactions. And if they don't, within, within a couple of minutes, quit communicating without rejecting them and come back later. And what all often happens later is they, you say they cool down, I say they turn blue. Mm, mm. That is so powerful. And we get so wrapped up uh, into what other people are doing. What I hear you say is, is this place called the now. I teach a lot about the now moment. You know, between the stimulus and the response. And Dr. Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite guys, says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. So what you're talking about is being consciously in the now moment and knowing who you want to be and and basically dictating your conversation based on what your outcome is. Wow. What a concept, huh? And in that space, (laughs) I'm talking to myself or I'm picturing positives, or I'm breathing deeply or relaxing my muscles, and that's going to control my response. So to get in control of what's going on in your own experience, to to know what's going on in your head. And we're getting ready to go to a break, and I want to go into a little more detail of the the transactions, what's a positive transaction, what a negative transaction is. I'd also like to know in some of your history, what do you see as the most common transaction taking place when there's conflict, when there's a divorce, or when there? So I kind of want to probe your mind a little bit on your history and experience in dealing with people. So we'll be back in three minutes. I am Mr. Black. Today we have a guest, Mr. Abe Wagner, and he's talking about the concept of ego states with transactional analysis. We'll be back in three minutes. person to fish and you feed them for a meal teach them to fish and you change their destiny at like it matters radio we teach you how you were made how you create experience and how you can change your world by changing your thinking opioid addiction mental health crisis ptsd the soaring suicide rate political hate and animosity there is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. 
Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape, when all of a sudden, their dog Hershey escaped. And rather than stand there flat on his feet, he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin plumber, and he's a true legend. 952-933-8888. Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths, too. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, if you miss any of this radio show, it's a show you want to listen to. Uh, the, the content is priceless. So all you got to do is go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this uh, message. Uh, it'll be on by noon and any archived messages over the last three or four months. Also, we are local in the terrestrial radio in uh, St. Louis, Missouri on AM 1260 and FM 95.1. Praise. Uh, you can listen to us 7 to 8 p.m. every Monday through Friday. Minneapolis-St. Paul, we are on every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. 5 to 6 p.m. replay, Central Standard Time. And because of our affiliation with AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio in Minneapolis, St. Paul, you can go to iHeartRadio and listen to us as well twice a day. Just query Wellness Radio 1570 or Wellness Radio Minneapolis, and there you will find us. And today we're talking with Abe Wagner, and he's been going through the concept of ego states. And Ed, real quick, um, Abe, sorry. Abe, real quick, let them know how they can get a hold of you, how they can find out about your books or anything else if they want to reach out to you as a, for a speaking engagement or something. Sure. Well, my books on um, audio as well as the electronic version are available through Amazon. So either my name, Abe Wagner, or you can look up the two books we talked about, The Transactional Manager, and say it straight or you'll show it crooked. Uh, my website is abewagner.com if you're interested in any of the kinds of things that I do in training. Uh, love to hear from you. Awesome. And Abe, you know, when you were talking, uh, I really started thinking about when you talk about a child and the, the compliant child and the rebellious child. I don't know about you, but my years of counseling and working with people, man, I see that in a lot in marriages, that you get somebody oh, that's sure. a rebellious child, like rebelling, and the other one then cows down and kind of becomes a, a like a rug that they're walked over. Do you see that a lot? You see it even more with the critical parent than the compliant child. Mm. If one's critical, the other becomes very compliant. Um, I, th I think rebellious usually gets rebellious. And by the way, the ego state that works best with rebellious child, by that I mean that you get him to switch to blue, is natural mm -hmm. child. I'm not going to do that. I know you're upset. Let's talk about it. I don't want to. I can't make you, but boy, it would help us out. That sort of thing. Matching their energy is very important. And by the way, the easiest way to stay blue is see it from their point of view. The mm -hmm. easiest way to stay blue is see it from their point of view initially. 
That means I didn't say you have to agree with them. Be understanding, empathetic. I know you're upset. Tell me about that. How'd that happen? Well, you got every right to be unhappy. See it from their point of view. And then present your own point of view once you have rapport. And that comes from neurolinguistics. They call it pacing and leading. Yep. And the perceptual positions. There's three perceptual positions, self, other, and overview. And what Abe's talking about is you actually build rapport. You get out of your own map of reality and step into another person's map of reality. That's the only way we can truly uh, understand each other is by getting off our own point of view and stepping into someone else's point of view. And as Abe said, you don't need to accept it. You don't even need to agree with it. But just understand it. And, and I don't know about you, Abe, but I kind of feel like the, the number one commodity that's lacking in today's America and the world is understanding. We're not willing to understand each other. We're so stuck in our own default, our own way of seeing things, that we're not willing to step into another person's shoes. Do, do you think that's a fair statement? I think it's a very key issue. The biggest problem in conflict is I respond with my point of view to your point of view. Instead of seeing it from your point of view, really listening, and when I have rapport with somebody and I feel comf- they feel comfortable with me, then I present my point of view. Then I disagree. Then I get mad back, if that's what mm. you want to do. Wow. I want to real quick, but the last few minutes we have is because we can see things, we can hear things, uh, and we can feel things, and that's what we call real. And so on these three different um, ego states, the parent, the adult, and the child, let's go with parent first. If someone's in a parent state, what will we notice? What typical behaviors will you be aware of? Well, they look and sound like a parent, and everybody listening had parents unless they were very poor. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> um, uh, I, would, I would say they look and sound like parents. If it's the okay. critical parent, they're often finger-pointing, speaking louder, leaning forward, okay. those kinds of things. If they're the nurturing parent, their hand tends to be more facing upward, the bottom facing toward the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, their palm is down is what I mean to say. Uh, their words are more gentle. They sound like they're understanding and empathetic and caring. Okay. Uh, the compliant that, child looks and sounds insecure. They use wishy-washy words. They speak with a softer voice. I don't know if I'm saying this very well. And They say, well, you know, if you ask them what they did, they say, well, what I probably did is they qualify. They don't want to mm. take a chance. They're covering their rear end. Mm. And the rebellious kid is pretty obvious to see. Uh, one type of rebellion, well, I won't go into the different types of rebellion because of time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then on the other one, on the adult, so you got the adult, the parent, and the child, because this is what I want people to get. You're, you don't need to have Abe's knowledge or my knowledge. You can actually identify these things. And, and the key is, and you said it before, uh, when there's a blue transaction versus a red transaction, both of you said the blue is effective and the red is ineffective. And I love the way you define those two terms, but you did it without separating it out. You said to get what you want. And it goes back to the basics the of res- NLP. You're getting the response you want. Yeah. Yep. You're getting and the a response lot of- you want. And some people listen. Some people listen and say, well, why should I change anything? If you like the responses you're getting from people, then why change anything? But if you don't yep. like the responses, change them. Change the way wow. you deal with the person. So it gives you back control. You know, I had your our friend on the radio on Tuesday, had great feedback, Mark Jackson. And, and one thing, yes. when he was talking about his story that, you know, six – weeks into prison he had one mindset and then he got sick with that uh, that flesh-eating bacteria and then all of a sudden his ego state changed his mind state changed 
everything changed. So we can change many different ways. We can be forced to change, uh, or we can change before we're forced to change, whichever one you want, Absolutely right? Absolutely right. <laughs> and by the way, no one can force you to change. Nobody has yep. control over you. Nope. They have no, even the disease. Uh, I mean, when I used to do therapy with parolees, I'd have a guy smoking cigarettes who has emphysema and is dying. And I said, you know, you're going to die if you do that. And he said, well, that's my choice. Nobody can force you to change. I mean, I could put a gun to your head and say, kill your three kids. I couldn't make you do it. Nope. People basically do. they, They do what they want, given their options. Yep. And usually they make the best choice. That's what, one of the presuppositions of NLP is we make the best choice possible with the available information we have. That's one of the presuppositions. Yeah, based on their map of the world, they make yeah. the best choice possible. Their map based may on, be messed up, yeah. and that's why they cho- choose what they choose. You know, and one thing I love about the red, the blue, uh, I'm sure you played the red-black game. It's called a lot of different names. Uh, but it, when I, my version of it, when you, there's only one reason to vote red, and that's to take away. Uh, you know, and, and the, a black vote in the game is allowing you to get everything you can without hindering someone else's ability to get everything they can. That's a black vote. That's and right. the only reason to vote red is to take away from someone else. Uh Stay blue and people will respond well to you. Turn red yep. and it's better not said. Yeah. And you can Amen. get irritated and unhappy from blue. Natural child can get mad nurturing. Parent can get irritated, but they do it in a decent way. Yep. We can disagree in a in a nice way. And that's what's lacking today. But uh, Abe, Abe Wagner's working to change that, right? <laughs> All right, Abe. We can well, change I it pre- for ourselves for sure. Amen. Change it first, and then we'd be the example for everybody else to see. So I, I know you're busy, man. I appreciate your time so much, Abe. And just to let you know, Abe will be back with us in two weeks. Uh, it'll be, I think it's the 5th. Uh, I'll let you know. But uh, he'll be talking about the games people play, uh, another seminal book, and going into uh, uh, the drama triangle as well, some of Claude Steiner's work. So, Abe, I want to thank you so very much for your time uh, and what you've shared with our listening audience. Thank you. Nice to be with you, Scott. Take care. All right. We'll talk soon. God bless. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's choice. It comes down to choice. We live in a time where so many people believe that it's everybody else's fault. And one thing I love about the work we do and the stuff that Abe does is it gives us ownership. Remember, Dr. Viktor Frankl said that between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. And so many people today feel like they're powerless. They feel like they have no freedom. They feel like that it doesn't matter what they do. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is a lie from the pit of hell. It does matter what you do. You do have choice. Your choices have consequences. And those consequences could be a long time coming and could be a long time being delivered. But what we can all do is draw that line in the sand. We can all change our mind. We can all hold our tongue. We can all learn how we work. Remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So if we're in the now moment, if we're fully present, then we can know what we're going to say before we say it and change it to hold our tongue, to change our thinking, to take control of our lives, and to be the leader that we were called to lead. Quit waiting for other people to change and start being the change that you want to see in this world. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you make that change and keep that change. 
You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful. Policy and terms and conditions are posted at www.textrules.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. There's a mute button on your cell and one on your TV remote. Don't you wish there was one on your partner's snoring too? Thankfully, now there is. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that increases airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. You'll get more air through your nose so you'll breathe less through your mouth, which is often the cause of snoring. And thanks to Mute, less snoring means more sleep for me. Hit the mute button on your partner's snoring. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To get a valuable coupon, text the word MUTE to 246810. Text M-U-T-E to 246810. For more information, go to MUTESnoring.com. MUTE. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570. KDIZ Golden Valley. A service of... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.